millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro, Pro wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military Vets Talking Pro Wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the No Shave Men, Men Cave. Now your hosts, Ellie Chair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wrestling fans, sports entertainment fans, combat sports fans, and slappers worldwide. Welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. And this is a special edition here in the cave. We're going to talk about WrestleMania night one, night two, and what was an event that occurred on Monday night. Welcome. I'm Ellie Jair. I am Jay Tilly. Talk to me, Goose. What do you got? I need help off this ledge, brother. It's been a quiet week in wrestling. I don't, I don't know what you mean. Just a little show um, this weekend. <laughs> yeah, there, there were some folks that gathered and they hit some ropes and... Some Holy folks showed crap. up and shoot. Man, talk about talk about a night and day weekend, right? Like we had WrestleMania night one, which I personally thought was the better of the two nights. Oh man. Uh, Hands I down. night one was fantastic. Mm. Uh, it, it ended, it sent everybody unhappy. Mm -hmm. You had night two, which seemed to have a lot of timing issues. You had the injury to Finn Balor, you had the injury to Shane McMahon, so that could have caused part of the issue. You had that main event that went kind of the way I started seeing it go as I started seeing the writing on the wall and probably the dumbest, most fucked up move I'd ever seen him make. It uh, just blew my mind. And then you had the, you know what? I'm, 
I'm going to put an explicit advisor on this. Ugh. I'm going to say right now, we're going to curse a lot this episode. Ugh. That was a fucking dumpster fire of a Monday Night Raw. It yep. was absolutely horrible. And what it reminded me of the last Monday Night Raw I watched before I turned it off and stopped watching Monday Night Raw. And if we weren't doing this podcast, that's probably what it would be again. Because it's just a complete and utter uh, t- three-hour show, 29 minutes of wrestling. Those yep. 29 minutes of wrestling, one was a squash match. Uh, squash match. Uh, the others were garbage, had nothing to do with any storylines. The Street Profits and KO was a highlight. That was a decent match. But yeah. it was trash, man. It was the Cody swerve at the end. Just let's bury Cody. He's And I don't want to be a doomsayer and jump on the train. Like I, I see the story coming. Like Obviously, trying to make sense of it. You're going to put Cody and make him work his way up, right? So you have him lose so he doesn't end his story. Now he's got to go through hard times and work his way up to maybe main event next year. They could have done it a better way, though. I just felt like, why would you spend a year building this generic baby face, or not generic, this um, organic baby face to just go ahead and, and destroy him on that night? Like, And the match was so good. Uh. They didn't have to do a screwy swerve finish. And I don't know if that was part of Vince getting back into it or what, but man, it was, it's been a rough few days, I think, especially Sunday and Monday for WWE fans. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we can kind of go through the shows. Uh, like I said, I thought night one was fantastic, man. Dude. I liked, there were, there were things I thought were a little wonky. I didn't understand the John Cena Austin theory. Like it did nothing yeah. for Austin theory. He beat him. So what? He beat him by cheating. So he didn't really go over clean. So it wasn't a a push for him. It just happened. And but that was like I that's the only thing that stuck out of my head is like a down, like a not great thing on that first night of WrestleMania. Because yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that show. I had a good time. The main event was great. The matches were great. It was just a lot of fun. The second night, same thing. Uh was really good. Not as good. The Gunther Sheamus uh McIntyre match was on point. Was, oh man. Yeah. That was a hard hitter. I heard uh Abyss was the producer of that match. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That was on point. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I just and then whatever the hell Monday was, I can't believe I actually I don't even think I watched it all. I think I turned it off. Saw the reports about Cody and stuff and maybe fast forwarded to that, but I think after the first forty five minutes I I was done. I turned it off and Kind of just went to bed and didn't really care about it. I wasn't feeling well on top of that, but I just was like, meh. And I, I had no desire at all to bring it up and watch it today. Yeah, this is like I uh, recorded a a little bit of a rant just in in case we weren't able to get together and and um, record. And and I wanted to take a hot second to take all of our brothers and sisters in arms. And 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 all of our fam that weren't in the military and sort of compare what is occurring within the WWE, right? So or in your work, in your job or whatever. So it it it, it doesn't necessarily matter who like the big wigs are in your company for what most of us are doing, because we're gonna go in whether we clock in or not, we're salary, hourly, whatever. We've still got stuff to do. We're if we go and we're an administrative job, we're gonna make big piles little and little piles big. If we're a pseudo manual labor thing, we're gonna take stuff from one area and get it to another and eventually get it to where it's supposed to be. And 
we may synergize all of that stuff in between. So, like, if you compare that to the WWE in a mil- in an average military command, you have your battalion, and your battalion commander is Vincent Vince McMahon, and your XO is Triple H right now, and the XO is the executive officer, and he makes sure that all of the functions are running smoothly to ensure that everyone is able to do all the stuff that they're able to do. So your logistics folks are able to get from point A to point point A to point B. So everyone who's moving the ring and making sure that all the wrestlers have all the behind the scenes or superstars have all of the stuff that they need to get from Is it fighters below. now? What's that? Is it fighters now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Sorry, go ahead. Like octagoners, octagonians like uh um, Rhonda said, so, so all these folks are trying to ensure, and then you have other folks who are, are headquarters in service. So they're, they're like, um, purely administrative and they make sure that if you're going to go ahead of the wrestlers or superstars or octagonians and set up and do whatever they're going to do, you're referred to as advanced party. So they're going to make sure that you have money and hotels are set up and cars are there and all this other stuff. Everything seemed absolutely smooth. And then you have what's referred to as a change of command. Change of command is when someone comes in and they say, hey, thank you for what you did. You guys are the greatest thing that I was ever part of. I'm going to go off and I'm going to do other stuff. Then you have what's referred to as a relief in place which is when a command or a commander comes in and falls in on top of a command that's already there. And last night and Sunday felt like a cross between a corporate and a military hostile takeover. And to see the mood from the first entrance and, um, you know, the, the energy and the production and the special effects and the CGI, I was like, dude, this is awesome. This is like the greatest entrance I've seen. And then you had Becky, uh, Bianca Belair, you had Finn Balor, you had Edge. Like, I was like, oh man, this is great. And then you get to Monday Night Raw, and I'm flipping through and I'm reading, and it's like, ratings are up big and blah, blah, blah. Vince McMahon involvement in WWE creative, uh, massive blow. Then you see Cody Rhodes, and I was just like, okay, my WWE brain has to hit the quick ding, 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 reset. Everything's going to be fine. Don't hit the panic fire sale because it could just be this doomsday stock market is down. Go buy some stock because now Endeavor who owns UFC, now owns UFC and WWE. So I went as a stockholder. I now have say in what is occurring. So I now own stock in WWE. I now own stock in W uh, Endeavor. And their new company is going to be referred to as TKO. And I have set money aside and I will be a stockholder in TKO. And what will happen is those stocks and the IPO and everything, whatever. And it was just like, hey, let's not panic, but but let's not forget 
that fans aren't idiots. And all this goodwill that has been occurring has completely been whitewashed. And Vince and his cronies are doing whatever they're doing. Now, keep in mind, Endeavor now owns 51% of the WWE. And the stockholders in Vince own 49%. The board will now consist of five WWE and six Endeavor. And then there's going to be executive folks above that board. And man, I tell you what, the first sniff that anyone gets for any wrongdoing of Vince mania or Vinceation or just, man, they need to pull the plug and get things back right because, man, things were going so good. And I know I'm going on and on and on, but I, I'm, I'm very, very disheartened. And I've been a wrestling fan my own whole entire life. And it's like, what am I going to do now? And watching last night, I was like, this is literally, figuratively, and actually the worst Raw I've ever watched. Not only the worst Raw I've ever watched, it's after it's the Raw after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Man, I yeah, I I'm uh, right there with you. Like, man, I am so just. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm Jeff. I'm definitely. And like you know me, like I always start every conversation with a salutation. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. How are you? Hope you're good. National whatever day. And uh, today is national. WWE has done what day? Damn. So it, it's funny because, you know, if you listen to the show and, and our listeners, well, our listeners listen to the show, but our listeners know the ones that <laughs> listen to this show that I have never, I'm not a huge WWE guy. Matter of fact, I tend to rate them lower than normal. I tend to, you know, be a little more mean to them, I guess, if you want to say it that way. I don't know. Yeah. A little biased towards AEW. And I will even admit, that WrestleMania was trending to five beards for me. Like I was super impressed. Yeah. Love the matches, loved everything going on. A matter of fact, I, I mean, we, I, I don't know what this show is going to become this one specific. So I'm just going to say like night one, I gave uh five, five beards to, and night two ended up at four and a half, you know, and then raw was a flipping one, you know, <laughs> it was just, wow. Actually night two, probably I, I might've gone a little hard on that four and a half. I really enjoyed the Roman Reigns uh, Cody Rhodes match. I really did. I yep. enjoyed the Hell in the Cell match. I enjoyed oh, Oscar God, and yeah. Bianca. I enjoyed a lot of what was on that show, uh, other than the misfortunes that happened, obviously. And so I can't hold the whole Finn Balor thing. I mean, he he took a, a bad hit to the head, dude. Did you see that? Did you see the gash? Fourteen, in his head? yeah, fourteen Brother, damn staples. Hey, Finn, God, hey, I hope you are doing okay. I pray that you are not concussed. I know you're part of the judgment day and you're supposed to be a heel and all this other stuff. Props to you, man. Yeah. Like what a warrior taking a numbing agent. I don't even know what that means. Hopefully there isn't any long-term effects (laughs) and getting in the teens. I can't remember the number 14 staples in his grape grape in the military is, is your head. My man took 14 staples in the match. Bro. During the match. And then, fin- and then, and got then up and finished. finished the match. It's and insane. then finished the match. Insane. Insane in the membrane. Crazy. So props to uh props to Finn. Great match. And uh 
Man, I was uh, I was digging it. I didn't necessarily understand all of the finishes. Well, I think I think because of his injury, they sped up and went through boom, 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 hit the moves, hit the moves, so we can get it out of here. Because obviously that dude was hurt, and obviously that numbing agent was going to wear off pretty quick. So I imagine the rushing it, it rushed at the end there, and I think that's why it went from one finisher to the set to the to the to done. Because I have a feeling that match is probably supposed to go a little longer, a little more torturous. Yeah. And I think, like I said, that numbing agent, do- numbing agent doesn't last forever. So I'm sure it was like, hey, guys, let's let's send this home in the next five minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. And and it wasn't just the Finn Balor. I, I thought Edge was going to win it because this, this was, and I don't want to call it blow off because it wasn't like a insignificant match because I felt like Finn absolutely garnered some respect from from the WWE universe and you know even though Vince took it away but I think the the you know some of the stuff that I didn't necessarily understand was like what what business was it to have Asuka not go over right you're like okay well all right I'll I'll figure it out later on like <laughs> and according to her tweets she's out now too she's pissed she said that tweet uh, that she was going to play video games since the wrestling world didn't want her or something. I'm just like, damn it. Like, man. And this was the best version of Asuka too. Like yeah, her gear, her move set, um, physically, just like the mask, the, the character work, the, the, and, and I would have to go back and look, I think Jordan, uh, I think Jordan was the producer for the match. Um, just a fantastic match. I really thought there was a lot of business, a lot of money to be made with Oscar winning it because having Bianca back in the chase. And then it was like, Oh, wait a minute. That made sense. And you know, we were talking to, uh, the, the freaking, um, artists and he was like, well, you know, you got home cooking cause the Compton divas, which was freaking awesome. Yeah. Those ladies, uh, those those women, young ladies, had been on um, America's Got Talent and a couple other competitions, and I, I just that that was super cool. I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And you know, all in all, I you know WrestleMania sells itself, and I I am you know, <clears throat> man, I <laughs> I'm seriously second guessing whether or not. I want to make the trek to Philadelphia next year. Me too. If this is what, and not just, okay, as a shareholder, is this, is this the like care and concern? Okay. And so this, that I'm sitting here wearing a KO mania shirt. I buy merch at a, um, cyclic rate. I'm constantly buying shirts. I buy tickets whenever they come to town. I'm second guessing. And, you know, whether we're going to go to Vistar or not here in a couple of weeks, right here in Jacksonville. And, like, I'm, we're supposed to go on a trip to uh, far south. And now I'm like, hey, we'll just come back early so I can still be there. Now I'm like, hey, I may not. And, you know, Vince has done a lot of things professional for, for professional wrestling. And I totally appreciate that. You know, like I said in my video on Twitter and on YouTube. You know, Vince has done a lot and his grandfather, his dad and him have done so much for professional wrestling. 
good, bad, or ugly, whatever whatever bloodline you're part of. Um, but there comes a point in time where you step aside. And kudos to Vince for brokering this deal. You got your pockets lined. Take your bills together. Uh, kudos to um, Khan, Nick Khan for uh, walking away with a couple mil. And Triple H, you have absolutely earned the money and the respect and the admiration of wrestling fans for what you've done, both as a performer, well, not just both, but as a performer, what you did for the black and gold NXT brand, and what you've done most recently for the WWE. But man, I just, man, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't like know. we started off with, like, I, I I was I didn't watch Raw. I'd watch highlights, whatever. I was an am an, am an AEW fan. Started watching Raw when we started doing this show. Fell in love with the Bloodline stuff and enjoyed. Uh, well, actually, to be honest with you, when Cody came over, I got really invested. Now, in all fairness, Vince was still in charge when Cody came over, so there there was still some Vince stuff there. He hadn't officially stepped down yet. I think it was soon after he did, and he got a good push last year at WrestleMania, like the big pop and everything. So. I was okay with so he, my thing is, is I don't want to predict what wrestling is going to do with Vince McMahon in charge going forward. This was one show, uh, one night and one raw. Yes, it's probably one of the most important raws because according to most of it, they had the highest ratings uh, they've had. And if I were Endeavor, I would be a little pissed that you had two million plus people watching this, and this is a garbage you put out because how many of those people? Maybe we're like me uh, up to a year ago who didn't watch, turned it on to go, all right, man, WrestleMania was good. I'm going to turn this on. Oh, man, is this the only thing they're good at is WrestleManias? So how many of those people are going to back off now? Because what was, I think, Raw was averaging 900,000, maybe a million beforehand. So half the audience won't come back. Then how many of the people of those 1 million, 900,000, whatever they've been getting are now going, well, that was fun while Triple H is in charge, but watching that show McMahon's back, meh, I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. So so here's some of the highlights are the the um the uh the the first line when you go to the websites if you if you want to look at the ratings. So and I and I won't give the websites that are giving these ratings cuz they're not sponsoring the No Shave Man Cave and you know, hey, if you want to stop on board, there's you got to pay to play. So, worst Raw after WrestleMania in years. WWE Raw after WrestleMania falls flat with Vincent McMahon in charge. Uh, WWE Raw after WrestleMania, highest rating WrestleMania, but why? WWE hits new pathetic low as Raw after Mania implodes. Implodes, like implodes means explode from within ups and downs just yeah man, oh yeah i could do it's, this it's all it's night bad publicity bad publicity Bro. bad publicity and uh, i was reading uh i was watching twitter last night while it was on and there was one guy that was tweeting and sean ross sap was kind of retweeting it that he was sitting behind the production guys and in the first i think 30 minutes they changed the production rundown four times apparently they ran out new sheets to him so that tells you right there there's people writing it now I don't I don't want to get into like the rumors are all out there. If you guys want to go get some news, uh, yeah. Fightful.com, dot com, Sap, those guys are trying to debunk some of the rumors and they've been really busy. So I'm not even going to repeat the stuff that I don't know. Um, but 
you know, I, I, I will be curious to see if McMahon – so McMahon was already in L.A. for WrestleMania. So I am wonder if this just wasn't a one-off, and because he was there, he decided to, hey, the new bigwigs are here. I'm going to step up and show how am I how I can run the show. Or, <laughs> you know, where are they really? in Portland, I think, uh, for SmackDown? Yeah. So now if he travels to Portland with them and runs SmackDown too, well, now, now we've got an issue and a problem. Maybe Bro. because now it's okay. He is definitely owning, taking ownership. And, and then if next Monday he's in gorilla again, like if he is basically stepped right back into that role, cause this could be a one-off. Like I don't want to doom and gloom. Cause I hate when I, I'm not a big WWE fan, but when this happens to like AEW and they have a bad show, I hate everybody jumping on. Oh, that's it. It's terrible. Nobody's going to watch this again. Raw had a bad show. Now I would venture to say raw is not as good as it has been in the past concurrently. But it's been watchable. I've been able to sit and enjoy it and pick things out of it. There was nothing on the one last night that I enjoyed. Well, I shouldn't say nothing. The Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Street Profits match, I enjoyed. But that's a match. That was one of the three or the 29-minute matches, whatever. So, But I'm not going to doom and gloom it. I'm not going to say that WWE is dead. They're buried. It's gone. Because let's see what happens on Friday. Let's see what happens on SmackDown. They might have a hell of a SmackDown. And like I said, maybe this is a one-off. Maybe... You know, like benefit of the doubt, maybe some of the big stars they had canceled. Maybe people didn't show up. I don't know. I'm going to try to give them a little bit of benefit here. Um, but I will say one thing. I can't wait till Wednesday to get this ugh, yucky taste out of my mouth because Dynamite's shaping up to be a hell of a show. Uh, and it's funny. We had, <laughs> we had talked about it last week, I think, how whatever the announcement is, it was going to be something, you know, he's going to have to put on a Dynamite to get everybody away from talking about uh, WrestleMania and everything. So now I'm curious, like the, the boys in A&W have got to be salivating right now. Like, Oh buddy, let's put on a hell of a show. Let's go show them what a wrestling company can oh, do. Oh my God. Not saying AEW is perfect. They have had their flops. They have done stupid things. They've, we have a major announcement. I'm going to do a new show. Like they've done really dumb stuff, but I have yet never ever in all the time I watched dynamite seen as big of a flop as I saw that raw last night. Man, yeah, it's and it's like if you're gonna do three hours of of programming and USA is sitting there going, all right, we've got all these sponsors and they're spending X amount in this time slot, and then you have um, Endeavor sitting over over here watching programming, and Ari Emanuel, who's the the coachy, the like the big. The big kahuna. He's also really good friends with McMahon. So there's that. God, dude. Like, so you've, oh, Sorry. man. Didn't so mean to now, throw you off on that. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, okay, well, hey, Vince, you know, besides this mustache thing you got going on and the, the dyed eyebrows and all that. And it's like, oh, man, like. <laughs> you're hurt. Uh, you're, is, you're physically hurting over this whole thing. I. I am emotionally upset and like I get you're supposed to be emotionally invested, right? And so once so WrestleMania ends, so we'll, let's back it up. So we had a bunch a of really good matches. We had a bunch of really good matches. It was WrestleMania. You were in SoFi. Night one was for me, it was four and a half beards. For night two, it was two beards. And like the clunkiness and the behind the scenes. And I really felt like really Vincey and the end of the match. And I, so the, the really? show ends. Two beards? Like, 
So yeah, hear me out. So the show ends. I'm like, bump this. I'm over it. You know, why would you do this to my boy? So I go upstairs. I start getting ready. I take my contacts out and I'm going through my hygiene uh, process. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to get up in four hours, five hours. And uh, I start sitting there. I'm like, oh my God, do you realize all the things that they can do now? And then it hit me. Who's his dad? Oh, yeah. The American dream, baby. It's Dusty Rhodes. Hard times, baby. You got to go through hard times. And I was sitting there. I was just, and I was washing my face and I was smiling. I was like, oh my God. So it went from two beards to three. I still don't think it was the right call, by the way. Like, I agree. I, do. I agree. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I still think they, so, they will never get that moment back. So I, I, so until last night, I, I was trusting the process and I thought, okay, I get it. I, and I'm a huge Dusty Rhodes fan. You know, you hooked me up with, a really good book. If it ne- uh, anyone has never read the Dusty Rhodes book, it's really cool. Uh, very, very cool. But I was like, okay, so you got to go through hard times and and I'm reaching out to you and I, and I want you to feel me. I want you to come to me and you know my, my heart is your heart. And I'm like, okay, so we got to go through hard times. I'm like, okay, so he's going to come out and he's going to go and I, and I like verbatim I know what I want to talk about. And I was like, woo! So I had goosebumps. I was like, all right, now it's party time. And then this like whole shit show of a show goes. I'm like, oh man, this blind faith thing that I have with the WWE may be a huge mistake. (laughs) And it's like, your buddies are like, dude, why are you with this girl? Like, she's cheating on you and like she's spending your money and she's over here sitting with another dude and you brought her out to dinner and you're going to drive her. Oh no, she's special. She's different. She's not like the others. I'm like a. It, so we're let's r- bring this back to uh, military. You're like the PFC living in the barracks, and you meet this girl who lives out in town, who has dated every dude in the zip code. Oh man, she's different. You just don't understand. Da 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 da, bro. And I'm like, okay, you got to trust the process. I'm going through it. I'm like, okay. So all these things they can do, and this is after WrestleMania before. Um, Monday Night Raw. So now it's like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm thinking, oh man, they could do all these things. Now Roman can go and he can yell at the Usos and be like, well, I did my part. Why didn't you do your part? And then Usos over here going, well, you didn't really do your part. I did your part for you. And then Heyman would be like, now, 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 gentlemen, you know, in the immortal words of Rikishi or whatever other and Afa and Sika, they wouldn't go. But so now you have some dissension in the ranks and you can go, Ooh, and that could go, that could brew for a little while. And then, you know, they're get, they're going to go to Puerto Rico for um, backlash. And you're like, okay, backlash. So there's got to be backlash, meaning backlash is repercussions from an action or reaction in the past. And you're like, okay, well, Solo got involved with Cody, so now Cody and Solo are going to wrestle. Well, shit, wait a minute. Cody just was in the main event of WrestleMania with Roman Reigns. How can you take him? Okay, he's got to go through hard times. I disagree. So, you were saying hard times. Yeah. I I disagree because the whole storyline since he came back was that he went through the hard times, which is why he came back. So I've seen other people with this take. Oh, well, you got to knock him down and bring him back. No, we did that. 
We gave him dashing. We gave him Stardust. We did all these things. Drove him out of the company. He left the company. He went and did Indies. He went to New Japan. He went and did, granted, they all just call it Indies, but he went and did all this other stuff to build himself back up to come back as Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. And he even said that in his very first promo, I did my hard time. I've done all that. Now it's time to finish the story. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. They made the wrong call at WrestleMania. I'm sorry. Yes, I think they can recover from it. They'll have fine. He'll get it eventually. Whatever. They're never going to get that hard times ends of story magic back, yeah. in my opinion. And like last night, I like after the end of WrestleMania, I again in my WWE brain, I thought, okay, they didn't want to give him his WrestleMania moment. And this was before I sobered up from my uh, WWE intoxication, like blind fandom, whatever. <laughs> I thought, oh man, they're going to come out and they're going to be in the crypto, crypto.com in LA. And there's going to be a bunch of um, returns and we're going to see Matt Cardona and we're going to see Riddle and we're going to see Orton and they're going to come ringside and make sure that Cody Rhodes wins the title. I thought, ah, wait a minute. We got to get Roman to a thousand days so then he can say Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, the undisputed, unified, universal world champion is the man who beat Roman Reigns, the son that Dusty wanted. After a thousand days, I am now your champion. I went from undesirable to undisputed. And I am now your undisputed, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they figure out a storyline to separate the titles. And then it's like, I think there's going to be some kind of combination of Seth, Roman, and there'll be someone else in them, another NXT -er that um, is in the mix to be uh, Cody's foil. And, you know, you'll, you'll go on. But yeah, I was livid, like livid. So... I think they could. I think they could have easily have done the same thing you said at WrestleMania. Instead, it was I stopped him from getting to a thousand days because e even in a rematch, like you're you're never going to get that feeling. You're never going to get that raw emotion back. That lightning in a bottle. That yep. WrestleMania moment that we talked about. Thank you to the the men and women over at Patriot Sports for having us on. We talked about that WrestleMania moment. Yep. That moment to our casual fans. That moment where. That boyhood, that childhood, that woman, that young woman's dream 
to be on that mountaintop that one time, that first time to stand at the precipice of the of greatness. Rhea Ripley got it. Yeah, she did. Sami Zayn and KO got it. And uh, instead, Cody Rhodes got a off-camera exit where he fell to the ground where Brock Lesnar's gloves were thrown at the top of the uh, walkway at SoFi Stadium. And, <sighs> yeah, I don't... Um, I'm... Uh, huh. I- <sighs> Yeah, it, it was rough. Like they made the wrong call on that, and I don't know if that was a last minute call because Vince got in tr- control. I don't know what drove that. Um, but it, it, Friday's going to be definitely a test. I'm curious to see how SmackDown goes. Uh, I, oh, man, I don't know. Like, like I said, I don't want to be one of those guys that ah, oh, it's dead. WWE's dead because it's not going to be dead. They're going to do it. You've got the cult. You've got the cult like fans that are going to watch it every Monday, no matter what. And yeah. they are like a cult. They they get booked that Monday Night Raw, the same exact show, six Mondays in a row, and they're still going to get viewers <sighs> because you've yeah. got the people, the sheeple, that'll just, it's Monday Night Raw. It's the best there is. There's nothing like it. Man, you know the guys on Twitter. They're there, too. Like, they're absolutely destroying Ring of Honor and Supercard Honor because Dante got hurt. Yeah. Yet, Finn Balor gets hurt and a pretty gnarly, gruesome injury, too. And it's, oh, well, that just happens. Crickets. That's wrestling. Yeah. Oh, that's, it's the that's same. part of doing business. Right. Really? So was the damn bump. Yeah. Oh, well, that was an unnecessary bump, Dante Tuck. Getting really? a lot thrown into your face is unnecessary. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and it's, yeah. it's, matter of fact, there's, there's, that's workplace uh, violence. I'm not even going to name him, but there's one of the guys on Twitter that I actually blocked because I'm just like, this, I can't, I can't deal with the stupidity and the negativity and the anger of like one side is better than, no, who cares? I don't want WWE to fail. I don't. And I made jokes about, Tony Khan and them buying it. I don't want to see that happen because then the boys lose. Then, then you're back you're right to a monopoly. Back to where you were. You have the monopoly and there's no one trying to make the workplace better for the boys and girls that are doing the heavy lifting for us. And man, I just, I, man, I wanted to come on today and just hoot and holler to the moon tops and talk to you about the new design for the world title. And how I thought it was awesome, and it was going to be a play on the golden eagle like you've got over your shoulder. And uh, here we are instead talking about, and like my um, unapologetic WWE brain, battered wife syndrome. That that was terrible. I didn't mean to say that. The, the programmed to be, it's my fault that things happen, and I should have been a better fan. Like, oh, well, they did this because I didn't cheer. They like, man, I just want, we can't, the customer isn't always right. And even though the fans are cheering, there's got to be a right and wrong part of the business. And when we're moving the needle, it's got to make sense. And last night, watching Monday Night Raw, little to nothing made sense. And and you know, the bad part is Vince is going to go to his shareholders and everything. Look. Two million viewers on the on the Raw I produced. Not not going to acknowledge the fact that it was coming off of a massive WrestleMania. It's going to be look. I, I produced the show and we got two million yeah. viewers because yeah, I, it's it, mm, it's frustrating, man. And you know, full full transparency, like I I was excited for Raw. Like I watched WrestleMania. I did. I thought they made the stupidest call. I thought Night Two was nowhere near as good as Night One. Uh, and like I said, I only gave it four beers, but I thought it was four beers worthy. I thought it was above average. It wasn't. It wasn't horrible. 
And same thing. I was like, man, I can't wait to talk about this. I was jazzed. I was, man, I'm WWE's got the power back. Like that WrestleMania was fantastic. We're going to roll into a whole new era and Triple H is going to come out and do this announcement and it's going to be, Hey, I'm splitting the belts or whatever. And this is what we're doing. And we're going to hold a tournament. I don't care what he would have said. Like, but instead he said nothing, absolutely nothing. His, his big announcement was worse than Tony Khan's big announcements. So, and, and yeah, I, like my whole momentum and my WWE-ness went away. Heck, I was shopping for WWE shirts online on Monday morning because I'm like, man, I want to get the John Cena shirt. I want to get this shirt. I want to get this shirt. And then everything happened Monday and I went, yeah, I don't really want any of these. Like, I don't want to support yep. this right now. Uh, and, and then the other thing um, about the Cody thing that I wanted to bring up, because I I I thought his promo was interesting because so I, I know I've watched Cody since AEW started. I watched Cody in New Japan. I watched Cody in Ring of Honor. He's got a style. I didn't feel like Mondays was his style. And I'm like, did they hand this mother a, a script? Like, did they actually script him to say, I have one word, rematch? That was horrible. Like, Terrible. the Cody I know would have come out and said, I got one word, coward. You can't beat me by yourself because you have to have him yep. help. And you're a coward. You can't do it. And play on the fact that he had to get all these people and piss off Roman to the fact where he challenges him again. Instead, he just rematch. I was like, oh, man. So I don't know if it was they gave him a script or even Cody was just like, nah. This is dumb. I'm done with this stuff. Like I'm, yeah. I don't know. Like we'll never know the behind the scenes. Man. Just like just like the all out stuff, right? We'll never know what happened. But it was uh, it was disappointing. Um, I, and I, I am not gonna be doomsayer. I'm not gonna say how oh, WWE's dead. I am gonna say hmm, that felt about normal for WWE. But for a Raw after Mania, that was one of the worst I've seen. Yeah, like you said. I mean, I don't want to be a doomsday, and you know, like I. It was one show. Yeah, I know. Wishful thinking. One show, he got excited after the sh- after the sale of the company that he built. He paid two million dollars for, um, and <laughs> he, he just, just sold, sold it for it. ten billion. Yeah, so you're like, oh, maybe he's just a little punch drunk, whatever. And like, I, oh, man, and like, if they're the only way to right the ship is for a mass exodus. But what sucks is like for all the the folks that roll out and they're like, I'm out of here. They're still under contract. Oh yeah. So how are they going to provide for their families? They can't just, you know, and, and you know me, I love to talk about some Lucha Underground. When L Ray stopped production for the show, they were supposed to go into season four and there was negotiations between the producer and L Ray. And there was supposed to be an escalator based on viewer percentage. The viewer percentage was hit, but there was some kind of loophole. And all these, all the wrestlers were basically held, um, held by their contract, but yet they weren't under production. So you had the wrestlers like Cage, Ivelisse, Angelico, Prince Puma, all these, all these wrestlers, they weren't able to wrestle in the United States. So some of them went overseas and they were able to, to, to get after it. And then some weren't, whether it was like paperwork or visas or, uh, passports or whatever. So I just, you know, I really hope that we're able to get this right and get back to the way things were over the last, you know, six, seven, eight months, because I just, man, I don't, um, this was a tough one. This was as a WWE fan and as a wrestling fan. 
this was the probably the toughest this was the biggest blow that I've mm. I've ever been part of like this and, and that's this huge. hurt bad cuz you've this been a diehard really bad yeah you've been a diehard WWE fan as long as I know even even when I was telling you man this is crap you're like no it's the best ever dude, dude no just this keep is drinking this is, the Kool-Aid it'll get better I'm like no man it's, it's it's not good and and it's funny cuz you know I'm you know I I I didn't drink the Kool-Aid. I love the Bloodline stuff. But even that, I'm going, okay, what are they going to do with it? Like, because they pulled Cody out of it. Now he's not going to be involved in it. So Sami Zayn and KO are out of it now. They're moving on to, you know, they, they didn't mention the Bloodline. So are we just going to have Bloodline ter- internal? Like, who cares? Like, I don't know. It's, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. I, I'm, I'm curious to see. I, I still think we're in like this huge wrestling boom. I think. There's light at the end of the tunnel uh, because the UFC guys aren't dumb. You know, they're they're going to see the writing on the wall. And yes, we might be in for a couple months of it being bad. But as those ratings start plummet and you start seeing people going, yeah, F, F this. We don't want to watch Vince produce stuff. You're going to start seeing the, you know, mass exodus. Stocks will go down. It'll be a business. So, you know, it, it'll it'll write itself. And like, I, like we said, like, I don't want to see them fail. I don't want to see AEW fail. I don't want to see, you know. GCW feel like the boys need to work. So the more competition that's out there, the better it is for the business. And it always will be. And yes, they had a down night. And all I can say about all of it is I can't wait for Wednesday night, man. <laughs> I Dude. think dynamite is going to be good. Yeah. And dynamite is going to like, I'm not normally, you know, I'd be uh, prepping to get ready to sit down and watch NXT right now. I, uh, I need, I need a night off. Like, Wow. <sighs> and it's Man. funny. I actually am thinking about turning on NXT. because yeah, I, I think I, it's going to be a really, it. really good show because you're coming off of an amazing stand and deliver. You have a new NXT champion. You have a new women's champion. You've got a new women's tag team champion. The tag team match was fantastic. The men's tag team match was fantastic. Um, there's supposed to be a couple of... Uh, ex- you know, surprises. Uh, Schism is uh, having a bit of a turnover. A couple of their performers were released, and uh, some some releases and some call ups from NXT. So there's going to be some fresh faces, and all all that to say, not tonight, man. I'm yeah, and it, it, it it's a shame. It's a shame that Raw and the sale were such man. a big thing because. I was looking forward to talking about Ring of Honor Supercard because holy crap, that was a hell of a show. I yeah. wanted to talk about NXT Stand and Deliver because I went into it not thinking much. And let me tell you, those women put on one of the best ladder matches I've seen. And I think all four should be on the main roster until Monday. Now I think they need to stay where they're at. But I'm also curious to see if it's going to bleed over into NXT. Are we going to see Vince in Gorilla in NXT now? Like, is he going to be going, oh, you know, I'm going to fix NXT too. And we're going to get all the bright colors again and or whatever. I just... yeah. Like, the whole thing with NXT is, like, they're producing, so they were producing wrestlers, superstars, to move up to the main roster, and Triple H was like, okay, they're going to be in a storyline, they're going to end that storyline, and then they're going to transition to the main roster. So there's a clean, there's a clean loop. So you're like, okay. You're just not just going to pluck them right out. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, where's, where Brad Breaker, where's he at? You know, like whatever. And Grayson Waller, where you know, where's he at? All of a sudden, he shows up on the main roster, and you know, because uh, I don't know, man. Hmm. I'm bummed. 
Yeah, it's all right, man. Tomorrow we get a, a palate refresh. Uh, I do believe tomorrow night's oh, show. Oh man! On on, I am curious about the big announcement though. I'm uh, oh my god! I'm, I'm trying not. to be hesitant about it because I don't want to get my hopes up. I have a f- so I I've got a couple ideas, and we'll go ahead and talk <laughs> about them because why not? Either he's going to announce the Owen Cup again, and it'll be when the Owen Cup's going to go on. I think is a good one. Uh, it's going to be about the video game, or you're going to get something about the Saturday show. What what the shatter, Saturday collapse? Uh, whatever that shit clash or whatever it's going to be called, or it's going to be something on the London tour. Those are what I think it's going to be. So see London, London would be good. I'm trying to think of how. Yeah. I mean, real like <laughs> anything. He can come out there and breathe. Heavy be and we're all be like, Monday, like, <laughs> Hey guys, guess what? I'm, uh, I'm going to give you uh Wednesday night free. Well, it's already free because it's on TBS. <laughs> hey, hey, guys! I put my left shoe on the right foot the other day. Yeah! yeah <laughs> hey, guys! Guess what? Uh, my dad still owns the Jags. Jeez! <laughs> like, uh, tell let's let's tell a funny story. You got any good uh, like unit command deployment stories? I need to like get this WWE off the pallet. <laughs> Man, I don't have any to put me on the spot right now. Not yeah, that I can think I was of. thinking of I was thinking of some funny ones when uh like my first deployment, I was fortunate enough to go out on the maiden voyage of the USS Bonham Richard, and we called it the Bonnie Dick. And this was at LHD, which is a landing uh it had a flight deck and it could carry aircraft that had uh, vertical vertical takeoff and um you know they could uh fly off like beast all short short uh, takeoff and i was like wow this is gonna be really cool you know and um we got ready to go and it was right around super bowl time so we go and they're like hey ellis you're gonna have to go do this you're gonna have to go do that blah blah, blah. all right cool let's go and I got a debt together. A debt is a detachment, which is a small group of folks that are going to do a specific thing. So they were like, hey, when we get uh, within 250 miles or so of Hawaii, we're going to fly into Hawaii and we're going to get set up and do a bunch of stuff. I was like, okay, cool. You know, so we, we get together, when the twins activate, we get on the bird, we fly off. We're on a, on a CH-53. So we fly over and while we're flying... We're getting ready to fly into Coney Bay, K Bay. And it was absolutely just if you could get something in your imagination of the clearest water, the most majestic view, you're like, wow, this is great. Times that by 10. So we're flying over the water. This is great. We see some sharks and we see some, wh- we see some whales and there's volcanoes. I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. So then we go, we get dropped off. And they're like, all right, we're going to come pick you up. We're going to do, um, we've got to do some uh, preparatory training. We got to get some gear set up. We got to do a bunch of stuff. All right, cool. And <laughs> in between that time, <laughs> we get left to our own devices. <laughs> so we hook up with some folks that are right there at Schofield Barracks. Shout out to Schofield Barracks and the, uh, the service members out there. Love you. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm sorry, traffic is so horrific, and uh, they <laughs> they get us over to Dukes, <laughs> and it's whatever drink special it was, 
and they come out and like just <laughs> imagine you're sitting there and Seamus walks up and just hits you with a bro kick. <laughs> and that's what these drinks were like. It was like, bro. And, and you know, I'm like, hey, I, I don't drink liquor. That's not how I roll. I'm, I'm good. So they're like, oh, yeah, there's a little place over here, you know, whatever. And so, yeah, I ended up going hanging out with a couple other guys and uh, the, watched the sunset. Absolutely beautiful. And, um, you know, the, got to commiserate for, what was that, like eight months or so with, you know, some of the finest men and women in the, the service, the Navy, Marine Corps. We had some folks from Canada. A couple of army dogs. We had a Air Force signals, Bubba, like he was some kind of intel, like um, sonar thing. Super, super cool. A lot of fun. And, uh, you know, my, this, that, that, uh, what was that? Two minutes and 41 seconds. That was much better than Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you said, uh, you, you said you don't, Sheet. don't drink the liquor back then. And then, you know, we had uh, night one of WrestleMania, the Triple Bs, baby, bourbon barbecue <laughs> and, and body slam. Hey, and that, we were at bourbon, hey, man. Sh- hey, shout out to the shout out to uh, Sazerac, the uh, the men and women who are concocting the old fashioned mix that is brought to you um, under the name of probably the hardest to get bourbon in this area uh, where we stay at in the greater uh, Duval, St. John's, Jacksonville, St. Augustine area. Oh, man. The Buffalo Trace. um, Old fashioned, baby. Old fashioned mix. That stuff was it was it was pretty tasty. Um, Yeah, I think we killed that whole bottle, didn't we? Or very close uh, to it. Yeah, there's uh, there's there's a couple of fingers left and (laughs) it's sitting in the freezer right now. Just uh, just stewing. Next time I come by, or if you come over, we'll we'll finish it or whatever. But yeah, no, that was a that was a good time. So all in all, you know, we you take the entire weekend. You had Friday night SmackDown, night one, night two, Super Monday Card night Raw. What's that? Don't forget, Supercard Honor was Friday too. Yeah, so you had Supercard of Honor. You had Stand and Deliver on Saturday. Multiverse. Uh, you had Wrestle. You had WrestleCon. Uh, there was an Impact Wrestling. Um, there was, uh, the, um, yeah. So, yeah. So you had the multiverse. It's just, you know, so much really cool stuff. Congratulations to Jordan, Jordan Grace. She recently received her peer amateur, uh, bodybuilding federation card. Shout out to her. Just, she looked shredded. Like you drop a piece of paper. It was, it was getting cut. Fantastic. Good for her. You got a shout out. I'm going to say a F you to, to Rick Steiner and the bullshit he pulled. That was uh, another low light of the weekend. You know, keep keep that shit at home. No reason for bullies, man. Yeah. And props to uh, Jericho. Thank you for yes. stepping up. That was awesome. Sorry, I didn't mean to hit you with a downer on that. I just wanted to at least no, touch on yeah. that because it really pissed yeah. me off because I was a huge Steiner fan. And uh, like I read that story and and, and it was in, instant anger. If you don't know what we're talking about, go go look it up on Twitter. I'm not even going to justify it with the rest of the story. Just saying, don't be a bully. Don't, don't be a dick. Like, if you don't agree with somebody or don't agree with somebody's lifestyle, there's no reason to call them out and be a dick about it and bully. Yeah, and hopefully that doesn't uh, spill over to 
Brad Breaker. And I was uh, moderately concerned when he dropped the title. I was like, hmm, I know this was already, you know, programmed. And, right. you know, he was going to move up and all that other stuff. But I thought, man, I really hope they don't cool him off because of that. And, um, you know, he's been doing a lot of really good work. So Before the shit Monday Night Raw, I thought maybe he could be the surprise uh, tag team partner coming out for Cody. I was like, man, that would have been cool. And then, yeah, and then it went to shit. I was like, oh, well, it ain't going to be him. Yeah. No, I th- I thought it was going to be... Um, Matt Cardona was one of my first Matt picks. Matt Cardona. Yep. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Matt Cardona, and then I was like, well, not that that doesn't really make sense because there's no there's no incentive for him because he's going to show up and never be able to challenge for the world title. And I was like, okay, so who's who's someone who's a little long in the tooth on their way out? And like, I thought like for a second, I was like, could it, could it be Pierce? No, he's an executive. You don't want to see that. Triple H, no, he's got his pacemaker. And then you saw... Um, it's a shame that it... it they did, it's a shame they did what they did at the end because they could have they could have had some fun with uh, Brock Lesnar and and I don't know man like, uh, anyway I'm not gonna get us back on the tangent I am gonna say thank you to everybody who subscribes to us uh, if you're not subscribed to us please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast from Apple Apple Podcast Google Podcast uh, YouTube Music uh, is soon to be gonna have a podcast service on it and uh, Amazon Audible Podbean bean of pod whatever they are wherever you get your podcast from go ahead and hit that subscribe spotify iHeartRadio. hit subscribe so you guys get uh get those downloads as soon as they come out appreciate everybody that's already doing that for sure don't forget to follow us on no shave man cave at wait i said that backward don't forget to follow us on tiktok instagram youtube am i missing one instagram youtube tiktok twitter twitter the most important one that's the one i do a lot on yeah uh, follow us on all those at no shave man cave uh, love the feedback, love going back and forth, trying to get more active on it. Uh, night one, I was doing a lot of tweets going out, so I enjoyed the interaction with the fans on that. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, thank you everybody. And I'm going to hot tag out for the closer and the finisher. Oh, hot tag up over the top rope. Hey, to, uh, everybody who's been checking us out, we are starting to really, uh, pick up a lot of momentum. Thank you to our 25 subscribers over on YouTube. We uh, posted a couple of videos the other day, and within an hour, we had 200 views. So come check us out. Tell you tell us what you think. All of our uh, all of our info that we put out is simply a couple of disabled vets on a fixed income talking about what we love, what we enjoy to talk about, and we're talking about it as if we're just talking uh, with you. So thank you for checking us out to our nearly 10,000 downloads to this point after not even two months. So thank you so much to uh, the team over at ACAST, to our our friends and family over at the New York City Podcast. Super, super cool. And uh, we're going to keep doing what we do. By the way, if you want to stop by uh, buymeacoffee.com, I'm a little thirsty. So on behalf of JT... I'm Ellie Jair. Thanks for checking us out here at the No Shave Man Cave. Look out for yourselves, look out for each other, and we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Man Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. 
you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the No Shave Man Cave. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.